Have you ever wondered about your self-worth or how much people will love you or if they knew the real you, would someone still love you? Have you ever felt that sting of loving someone else but then not feeling that love in return? It's one of those things where as humans, we all want to be loved, we all want to belong, we all want to be built up, and yet love can be so difficult, and it can be difficult when we are going, I don't know what love looks like in this moment. And so how might we figure out, how might we navigate this sense of how do we love? How do we show love? How do we accept love? What does love look like that is connected to God, that is connected to Jesus' teachings, to the way that Jesus lived. And if we're thinking about, okay, how does this love work? It's important for us to know that today is referred to as Monday Thursday. And the word Monday comes from the Latin word mandatum that is meaning that it is a command. And on this Thursday of Holy Week, that command is to love one another. And Jesus does that in the book of John with the foot washing. And so he gives that commandment to his disciples that his disciples should love one another and that people will know that they are his disciples by the way that they love. And so if we're thinking about, okay, how do I begin to live into that love? How does that begin to work? What does it look like? How does it happen when maybe I have tried to love somebody, but I'm not getting that back in return? How do we begin to think of it? So we are actually going to move beyond the foot washing to really some of Jesus' final moments in Luke and in John. So starting in Luke, the 23rd chapter, verses 39 through 43. One of the criminals hanging next to Jesus insulted him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. Responding, the other criminal spoke harshly to him. Don't you fear God, seeing that you've also been sentenced to die? We are rightful, rightly condemned, for we are receiving the appropriate sentence for what we did. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, I assure you that today you will be with me in paradise. The love of others is what takes Jesus to the cross. That the love that Jesus has, the love that Jesus teaches, the love that Jesus embodies, the love that Jesus is trying to constantly point us to of God's love, of how God's love encompasses our entire lives, is that he is willing to go anywhere for others to know it. He is even willing to go to the cross for the criminals to know that love. And one of those criminals is like, I get it now. I get it. That criminal is now transformed by that love. And so for ourselves, as we're thinking about how love impacts our lives and how we navigate it and what it does, here we get that sense of how love begins to transform our understanding of ourselves and our connection to God. And that even a criminal, one who is like, hey, 
I deserve the sentence that I've gotten, is being transformed by the love because Jesus was willing to go anywhere and everywhere for all of us, every single one of us to know love so that when we feel like we don't, our self-worth is not really great or why would anybody love us, we have to remember this story of how Jesus goes anywhere, everywhere to make sure that we know that we are loved. To make sure that we know that we get to be transformed by the love even at the very end of our lives. Like it does not matter where we are in our life's journey that we get to be transformed by that love. And here we get to consider that of how the love that's connected to what Jesus teaches, shows us, helps us experience that love of God. For God is love. How that begins to transform our very lives, the way that we begin to process what's happening around us, the way that we begin to take in the circumstances, the way that we understand that love can transform our responses, who we are, how we act at any point. And so as you're thinking about that, of how can love begin to transform your life, how can love begin to help you to show up everywhere in places that maybe you didn't expect? Show up in new ways. How love can transform the way that you go to your job, the way that you interact with your family, the way that your love, that love transforms your relationships the way that that love begins to transform how you perceive the world around you, how you receive and perceive. And here, it's kind of one of those moments of going, okay, how can I allow love to transform me tomorrow as I get in the car, as I go to work, what am I going to focus on? Am I going to focus on everything that's wrong and who said what and how somebody treated or all of the tasks that have to happen? Or am I going to be transformed by that love of going, how do I show up, be fully present and love even those that really annoy me, those that get at me, those that say unkind things, how am I going to love in every context? And so to begin to, for us to discern that, and that it's kind of one of those moments that as Jesus is in his last moments of life, that he is showing us and giving us a sense of how love transforms relationships with people that we don't even know, like the criminal, that maybe transforms us when we don't think we are worthy, but he also gives us a sense of how it transforms the relationships, those that are closest to us. In John 19, verses 26 through 27, when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that time on, this disciple took her into his home. With some of his last breaths, Jesus makes sure his mother is taken care of, which is kind of an interesting thing because Jesus had siblings. He had brothers and sisters. 
In fact, his brother James, his brother James is going to become prominent in the early church, and some believe him to be the first bishop of Jerusalem. And so he had siblings, and yet he chooses this disciple, and he gives them a sense, a mutual sense of respect and dignity for one another that as they begin to process and deal with what exactly has happened, the loss of Jesus' life, the the loss of what they think they knew, what they think was going to happen, the loss of what the life that they thought they were going to build each themselves separately, that Jesus is bringing the two of them together to be able to care in mutual respect for one another. And so this is a moment for us to think about healthy love in our closest relationships, that there is to be a mutuality, a mutual respect, not one taking more from the other, but instead mutually giving to each other, helping one another along. And so when we're thinking about how love transforms us, how love helps us to understand what is healthy. This is a very specific set, and yet this context, those closest relationships, how often is it healthy, mutual, respectful love, and how often it's not? Because there is a totally different way of understanding what it takes to love. It Love looks different depending upon the context. Love looks different when there isn't a healthy, mutual respect. And we're going to get to that in Luke. Luke 23, verses 44 through 49. It was about noon, and darkness covered the whole earth until about three o'clock, while the sun stopped shining. Then the curtain in the sanctuary tore down the middle. Crying out in a loud voice, Jesus said, Father, into your hands I entrust my life. After he said this, he breathed for the last time. When the centurion saw what happened, he praised God, saying, It's really true, this man was righteous. All the crowds who had come together to see this even returned to their homes, beating their chests after seeing what had happened. And everyone who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance of observing these things. Those words, Father, into your hands I entrust my life. Jesus' focus until the very end is how God encompasses his entire life in love, and that he's constantly pointing to it, that with his dying breaths, he is not focused upon the hate, the revenge, the mocking, the things that were cruel and unkind that drove him, that put him on the cross, that took his life. Instead, he is focused upon that love and how that love encompasses his entire life. He is focused on making sure that that's his last, that that's his last breath, that we get to know that. And that centurion that was part of his death, that was part of carrying out that death, granted it was on orders, but that centurion who helped in this situation to create death goes, wait a minute, that there was something different. There was something different about that. And so up until the very end, Jesus is loving in ways that maybe we can't even imagine. 
But he's giving us a template. He's giving us something to look at. How am I loving even when there is cruelty and hatred in this world? When things are unkind, because people are going to be unkind. People are going to say really awful things to you. People are going to make you angry. And so how are you going to love? The love that you show doesn't look exactly like what it was between Jesus' mother and that other disciple, that mutual, healthy, dignity kind of thing. But here it's a little bit different. And it actually reminds me of 1 Corinthians 13, where the writer Paul explains what is love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It isn't jealous. It doesn't brag. It isn't arrogant. It isn't rude. It doesn't seek its own advantage. It isn't irritable. It doesn't keep a record of complaints. It isn't happy with injustice, but it is happy with the truth. Love puts up with all things, trusts in all things, hopes for all things, endures all things. To his last breath, Jesus loved, embodied love, showed love, and pointed us all to loving one another. In whatever moment, context we found, we find ourselves on a regular basis. And so that sense here of how even when things are really difficult, where we do want to keep a tally of how we've been wronged, when we do take note of who has been unkind, of how we respond back in love, of how we respond back in kindness, of how we respond back always pointing to the love of God and how the love of God encompasses our lives. And that is the beginning of understanding how love transforms us, how love transforms our thought process, how love transforms our responses, how love works on us even when we are upset and unhappy, when we are like, I don't like the situation I find myself in. There, love is working on us. Asking us to make the effort to ask the question, how is love transforming me? How is love transforming my response? How is love transforming my expectation? How is love allowing me to let go? How is love developing empathy? How is love carrying me through? And so how will you allow love to transform you this day? How will you allow love to begin to work on you in every aspect of your life? Even the areas where it's so easy to push it aside and sit in the muck, the angst, the I am unhappy. How will we begin to allow love to work on us each and every day in our responses, in our relationships, in the way that we engage with the world around us? How will we be transformed by a love that encompasses our entire life that is connected to the God, the God who is love, 
the God of love, the God who shows us love at, in every aspect of our lives. How will love transform you, all of us, today? Amen. Pray with me. Oh God, there are times where loving one another is so very difficult because we say unkind and cruel things. We say things that have us in hurt and pain. Oh God, there are times where we don't understand how to love one another because of the struggle of it. Help us this day to take those steps, to begin to understand how love is working on us, how love is working on our responses, how love is changing our perspective and can transform our relationships. Help us to acknowledge and to know when there is that healthy love of mutuality and help us to know when we just have to keep responding from a place of love where there is no mutuality, where there is only pain. Help us to allow love to let go, to change us, to move us, to connect us more deeply to you. Help us, O oh God, this day to be transformed by your love. Amen. Thank you.